bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews Hey, welcome to another episode of Spoiled Movie Reviews on the Blackout Tips Premium Podcast Network. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always, I'm just kidding, by myself, uh, doing another solo review. You know how we do. Um, I'm watching movies in my spare time, and I got one tonight. It's called Emancipation. You can find it on Apple Plus, I believe is the name, or Apple TV, whichever it is. Um, And of course... uh, it stars will smith uh we'll talk about what we like about the movie what we don't like about the movie we'll score it from zero to five and i'll also at the end of this address your feedback for glass onion and guillermo del toro's pinocchio because y'all did leave comments on my last couple solo reviews so thank you for those who did that um but uh you know how we do we got to talk about um spoilers okay i'm going to spoil the movie it's just what i do okay it's in the title you knew this before you started so don't get up tight don't you know if you don't like spoilers just turn this shit off right now because will smith does get back with his family at the end of the movie um apparently this is like half slave movie half impossible white man so um let's go ahead and get into it emancipation is directed by antoine fuqua uh written by bill collage uh and the stars will smith uh ben foster uh charmaine bingua gilbert awur and a bunch of other people that i'm not that familiar with um which is interesting because i do feel like in the streaming movie era something that has gone without a lot of um discussion is a lot of times movies get like the main star and a director and a lot of people that you can argue couldn't cut it you can argue uh just haven't had the opportunity you know whatever but a lot of times the people that co-star in the films are not necessarily the same caliber they would be from just like a studio movie release at least in my estimation like even with the big budget it still ends up basically being like a passion project with a big budget and it's an argument that i haven't heard from many people in film about one of the good things about the streaming era you know for all the you know marvel is running the movie theaters there's not enough like it's not like hollywood was green lighting every last movie like a lot of times it was like we're green lighting a whole uh, a handful of movies the same retread actors are going to get most of the parts and newcomers are kind of boxed out you know and in this case i mean and it's not just this movie it's so many of these movies i've watched where i'm like oh damn everybody else in this movie is basically a person that is getting an opportunity that they probably would not have gotten if if not for all this content but anyway that's a bit of a tangent so the movie emancipation is 
about a runaway slave who forges through the swamps of louisiana on a torturous journey to escape plantation owners that nearly killed him um uh we'll start with what i what i liked and then go to what i didn't like and then we'll score from zero to five and then we'll get to your comments so what did i like uh it's filmed beautifully i mean you just can't knock it is is one of those things where like <clears throat> I, I i i look sideways at people that try to like act like avatar being one of the best looking films has nothing to do with anything <clears throat> as far as quality and i'll be looking at people with for emancipation that way too because like the the way they film this shit in like the grayscale but it still felt like color um and uh the artistic choices obviously just the detail in the shots the way they capture like the south and the the rural south and the the the, the fear of 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 all this shit with the um <clears throat> with the uh swamps and the, and all that stuff and the dogs it was it just looks fucking great um and and they just they just did that you know um as far as uh the soundtracks and uh the music and the score and all that stuff it was masterful understated but still intense um i have to give it to um antoine fuqua he like really knew what he was doing to like give you that intensity in this film another thing that stood out to me in this film and this is really what i think sets a lot of these race films uh to the to the next level um you gotta have a white actor who's willing to be like racist and i know that's a touchy subject for some folks but it's not for me i don't like these black films that sanitize the racism and just a few like not n-word slurs and a general dislike of black people but it's never a hate it's never like you know it's like hate is off limits because it's like oh that's too sensitive but it always makes me feel like it's a cop-out and that white people that were racist at the time basically get like a soft portrayal it's because and, and they hide it behind like well you know the black people alive today can't handle that and it's like we're watching history y'all y'all never made y'all don't make <laughs> y'all don't make nazis adorable in these fucking in these holocaust films and or y'all don't be like well they just kind of didn't like jews no 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 they're brutal right and so this movie while not <clears throat> reveling in the brutality right not celebrating the brutality it did not shirk on the brutality and uh so like they don't really give you a lot of scenes of of like you know like the the your name is toby scenes but they definitely give you like hey they beheaded this man they shot this dude they you know so it's very violent in that way and if you're triggered by those things obviously you're not watching it and maybe you're probably not even listening to this review but um <clears throat> they delivered on that shit and ben foster um was actually like a good racist like he like he was uh on the dogged pursuit of peter uh will smith's uh character as he tried to escape and to the point where you're like halfway through the movie you're almost like what is this dude's fucking deal <laughs> like like bro are you like the you're like the person in mcdonald's that wants to work overtime like what is the why are you doing this much to get this one slave are y'all aren't y'all fighting a civil war shouldn't you be like doing some other shit and he's like i'm following this nigga to the end of the earth 
Um, and so I appreciate him because he's always plays a bad guy and he looks racist. And I like that he leaned into it here. But the real star of the show is Stephen Ogg, um, who plays Howard. And he was also, you might know him from The Walking Dead as one of Negan's right hand men. Now, he <clears throat> also another dude that looks racist. I think he even had a character in Grand Theft Auto, Trevor Phillips. So he looks racist. He's played Trevor Phillips is definitely racist in Grand Theft Auto. And then for him to nail the racist portrayal, he's not even in the movie that long, but <clears throat> he's a racism all-star. Okay, his star burns bright while he is on the screen. Bright like a cross in a black person's yard. It is that racist. And I appreciated his racism. You need people like this. These films don't hit the same when it's just that, listen, boy, boy, don't hit the same. You know, you need you need to say boy, but then you need to take it there with the hard R. And they were definitely taking it there with the hard R. They were shooting motherfuckers in the back. Um, so I would say in the portrayal of just like slavery stuff, this film nails that. And that's very crucial because I feel like too few films nail that because everyone's so fucking afraid of black twitter coming for their race movie and being like i was too triggered by even the title knowing they weren't gonna watch the shit anyway so uh this this one was dope um and it probably was because antoine fuqua directed it that it was even able to like black twitter gave it a pass and and also because they sided with will smith when he slapped chris rock so um so yeah that's that's another thing i liked um i did like the happy ending and the element of the family like his family being intact like while they did show you the threats that these uh slaves were uh these enslaved people were living under they did not um like i said revel in the brutality and the detail of it it just showed you enough for you to be like oh my god she did his like there's a scene where his wife puts her hand in a cotton gin so she can stay with her family and so you see these sacrifices that they're making you know to to be together to be a unit and it also shows you the savagery and the brutality and the callousness of the uh white slave owning class and the, and the entire uh industrial complex around slavery um and i love that it illustrates in this film how uh you can't have a good slave you can't be good and own slaves you can't be good and for slavery um and i like that the film didn't really cut you know any slack with that another thing i like they didn't really romanticize the north like when you get to meet the the the, the army from the north which he eventually does escape to it does take him a long time to get to that army and um i'll talk about that a little bit in the dislikes but it does take him a long time to get to that army but once he gets there they don't really do that thing where all of a sudden it's like yeah um we're the good white people and we love black people and we y'all are equal and come on over here and have a it was basically like listen we need y'all to go ahead and uh you you, you a soldier now <laughs> uh no we not on a mission of rescuing or finding your family or any of that shit we just on a mission of killing these folks and it's time to go to war and <laughs> that was it um another thing i like the depiction of the final battle scene that they had um because war was they've just fought the war so stupid back in those days it reminded me of um 
oh god i can't remember the name the patriot the mel gibson movie the patriot where they basically invented guerrilla warfare because of the british were just like listen you just uh form a line and you get it together with your guns and you walk out and on the field slowly and then you aim your rifle that takes 10 minutes to reload and you just you know put a pellet in it and you and you take a and everyone said the, the 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 general says hey one two three shoot and then you take your turn and then they take their turn and then you load your musket and it, it's like what what why would we do that um and so they kind of have some similar stuff here in the civil war where like the ideas of warfare and how it was used was just very much like form a line and you walk across the battlefield and you know they're shooting you shooting at you with cannonballs and shooting at you with guns and then you you shoot your guns and then you get your bayonet and then you, you reload and then it's like so like it was like hella intense watching that because you know at home like oh this is just how you get killed you know <laughs> you're walking across a battlefield <laughs> and uh this is just they're just throwing numbers at the problem at this point like how many bodies bodies will absorb these bullets and of course the injuries were extremely um just crucial savage injuries so uh it really does nail that feeling um and uh of of intense battle like it, it wasn't it and it might just be unfair because it's the era of the of the of warfare but it wasn't as good as all quiet on the western front but that was different type of weapons and shit but it was definitely like an intense like oh my god this is this is hell how does anyone survive this and come out the same you see so uh i definitely had to give fuqua credit on that um i have to give will smith credit on his acting um uh, uh because normally when i watch a will smith movie i actually feel like it's just what it's like tom cruise in some level where like you're a movie star you are what movie stars are supposed to be and whatever you do unfortunately for you i see it as you doing the thing you know what i'm saying it's like this movie is will smith if he played golf this is will smith as a cop this is will smith uh, you know so um but and it's not that he's a bad actor either you know denzel has this issue a lot of people do it's just this is the first time I think I've watched him and I know he's committed to his acting and stuff so I don't mean it in a disrespectful way but this is the first time I really watched him and went uh, the Will Smith disappeared for a bit you know like there's no point where I really felt like oh it's just Will Smith playing a, 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 a an enslaved man who's fighting for his freedom um and I do have to give him credit for that you know um so I thought I thought he did a, a good job with that. Um trying to think was there anything else for the positives? Mm, I wanna say that's about it. Um let's get to some of the negatives. Um it is a bit too long, uh, if I'm being honest. I like um I, I paid attention to the whole movie, but I felt like it took too long for him to escape to like where the northern army like saved him or whatever it just like i know they want to like show the the you know the perseverance and i and i get that but man it just felt like it took a long ass time and then the movie gets ambitious and decides to go on the attack with him joining the the union army to which it's like well if you knew that was coming that's this, this is like going into an overtime game you know like we should have got through that other shit faster but um you know 
so it's a little too long for me uh, i think it's two hours or 12 minutes it could have been just two hours in my opinion um i think will smith's accent choice thing is always gonna be a little bit weird you know what i'm saying because like uh it's not that it's it's just uh, it felt almost unnecessary in the film where not where most people didn't really seem to have accents like i think if um and maybe it would have hit different if everyone had chosen to do an accent like even the white people were like because you know back then white people was like irish and like it wasn't just like in this movie in this movie everybody was just southern already it's just like come on boy now you going over there and you pick up that them trees nigger you know like every white person had that accent in this movie <laughs> but it would seem like if if maybe they would have a little bit i don't know anyway so that was the accent thing was a little different um i think the impossible white man stuff was a little I shouldn't say impossible white man. It was a little misplaced some of the, some of the stuff because there's a general tenor in this film of like hyper masculine. Um, there was there was a decided I am not my ancestors tone to this film, and I don't mean that in in the like I don't mean that in the modern day like Twitter way of I'm disrespecting ancestors, but like they wanted to show a film that was about black resilience and struggle and, and fighting and for the most part i think um they wanted to avoid certain tropes and so it kind of becomes a little bit like not django but like django light you know what i'm saying where it's like peter this man who was enslaved who did not seem to be a violent man but he was full of resistance at some point it's like he's just running through the woods and fucking killing dogs and shooting people and um and and just you know joining an army not even getting a training montage and just fucking going out on the field and and just like leading the charge to like destroy the the southern army um and the i really it's not funny man but like i couldn't help myself the part where this nigga fights a alligator underwater and survives and kills the alligator felt to me a little bit like leonardo DiCaprio's uh bear scene like it was supposed to give us that like remember when leo fought that bear in the woods and that bear fucking mauls the shit out of this dude um it felt a little bit like that like we were supposed to get that from it and i don't know maybe it's just because it's a gator but it just kind of felt ridiculous and like sket and like they it felt like they uh pushed the line of believability so hard at that point because like he's also trying to hide in a swamp from the people tracking him and you know so like you would think they would hear the commotion they later find the gator and like cut it open and like he he, he ain't in that boss or whatever like so uh yeah i thought i thought some of that stuff uh was a little i don't know how how else to explain it but it felt like they really they really wanted like the male take on resistance and so this was their hyper masculine fantasy of the stories the white man is afraid to tell the you know revolutionary 
a black man who wasn't you know wasn't afraid and did fight and did get a happy ending and and all that stuff and i guess we do need those stories i don't want to knock it and maybe we are at a loss for those stories in hollywood so maybe that's why they felt the need to tell the story and fictionalize it in this way but uh yeah it was just it, it, I, I just i'll just say i could feel it you see what i'm saying like at no point in this movie do i ever doubt that he's gonna survive or get back with his family because they basically film it in a way that is like so overtly like hyper masculine violent revenge flick kind of thing that you're like oh yeah he'll be fine like this is not they wouldn't even have told this story if he if there was if he like died like the at glory like even when he's in the middle of the battle i said he won't die like this ain't glory like these people set out to make a movie that needed to fit their standards of what um a good hollywood action story is and i felt like that's what this film was um anything else um not really i think we spent the right amount of time with the family and and stuff uh we didn't really get to know those characters because they weren't the main characters in the story but they did give those characters something to do and they you know applied the threat that the black family was under i think I think uh, there's another version of the story in my head that's a little more 50-50-ish. That's a little more um, giving uh, that that would feel a little bit more like a partnership of like this is what the black women had to deal with and this is what the black men had to deal with. Um, and maybe that, that takes away some of Peter's story. But I think, uh, you know, that would be my only note is like, you know, everyone else in the film was kind of an afterthought even his family with his family just existed as like a uh like in that movie ransom where it's like you <laughs> give me back my family like that's how they existed that we didn't really get to know them but uh yeah it, at any rate um that let's rate it zero to five uh i would give this a smooth three you know i like these films i'm big on these films um i think they are important and i also don't mind watching um you know, I'm not afraid or ashamed of being black or our history, and I don't think this film was at all. Um, and I think it could be worthwhile for you if, uh, um, you know, you're also into these type of films. But it was not one that blew me away necessarily. And um, I mean, it did v visually, I'm sorry, but storyline wise, it just felt so paint by the numbers and straightforward that I never really felt that uh that was going to be a l taken by the main character or his family and so um you know I, I think i was a little less invested you know within a few minutes because i was just like oh okay i see what's going to happen here uh but yeah terrific racism is what gets it that three um white people willing to go there i love to see it uh they should have their own separate oscars for this <laughs> so um okay let's get into your comments on the episode that i did before this um episode 428 guillermo del toro's pinocchio i uh, got one comment saying la agony says pinocchio or guillermo del toro's pinocchio is a top-notch spin on a character that i didn't think needed another attempt all you needed was a splash of fascism themes of mortality and being a good person shit was very impressive even the stop motion was that as well uh maybe should have been cut 10 minutes though this film was such a has such an endearing spirit it wasn't a burden yeah i think the only real issue i have with this film is like for it to be a quote-unquote musical 
music wasn't really hidden for me like that and they could have cut all the music and still had a great film um you know so that's but other than that they really nailed it um you guys left some comments on episode 429 glass onion a knives out mystery uh ronan Raphael says "Ooh, woo oh woo i was i was twitter without reading most of twitter posts about this movie as i was avoiding spoilers until i saw it two nights ago then rod brought down the curtain with his review i ain't gonna lie i see everything you said and as usual no lie was told and at the same time i had a hell of a good time with this movie i guess i'm a murder mystery guy all the matlock and british murders that i was forced to watch as a kid nearly catching up to me (laughs) ha I also found the comment on Batista fascinating by Ren because that ma- dude doesn't have range. I know, man, listen, I, I, I maybe some of them will hear this because they're on my Facebook page. And I don't mean no disrespect, but I was honestly flabbergasted at people that thought Batista is a better actor than uh, John Cena. And if I'm being if I'm being 100 percent fair I think it's a little unfair to The Rock because The Rock has done movies with more range than this, you know? And, like, I don't know why it became, like, in fashion to, like, truly shit on The Rock. Like, like we all, like, it was so easy for this nigga to come from WWE into a fucking movie star. Like, we, like that was happening every day. Like, he wasn't the first motherfucker. But, like, um, fast, and I, by first person, I mean first motherfucker just do what he's doing. Multiple franchises, multiple leading man in a movie over a decade now of like we didn't see that coming for rock look come on now and to me he has shown range um stuff like faster um that movie i think is it might be get shorty where he plays like the gay cowboy dude um pain and gain like yeah man i no disrespect man but the the, the slander has gotten out of control with the rock yes he mails it in from time to time yes he'll sign up for some bullshit just because of the money i get it doesn't mean he's not talented though you know who else would do that shit samuel jackson used to do that shit he would he'd be in like two or three like i'm gonna give you a performance movies and he'd be in like five or ten i just they was paying in cash nigga and now i'm in jumper you know what i mean (laughs) like so don't anyway uh but yeah he goes on the Rock, for all he does, has shown acting chops with ballers in some of his earlier movies. Dave Batista seems to excel for me in limited roles as part of an ensemble with few lines that don't require him to carry the movie. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, player. You and me, we on the same motherfucking page, dog. It, it kind of pissed me off because Ryan Johnson said that and then put the motherfucker in the movie for 40 minutes instead of the two hours. He didn't. He should have been saying that shit about Janelle Monet if he truly wanted to be like, y'all ain't gonna believe the performance like she the one she plays two different characters and is the backbone of the the fucking second and third act of the movie that if i mean if you feel that way i'm not saying you have to feel that she's a great actress but if you do want to say give someone some credit she the one anyway anyway excellent review as always now glass onion is a fine name for nft when you agree with me uh saying agnes says i actually watched this before it left theaters i had a good time with it i don't think it reaches the peaks and valleys of knives out due to it being a new ip and reinvigorating a genre that was out the pot out the pasture for a time knives out had a better cast than this one since it had more layers and depth uh to most of the one-dimensional characters here janelle monet edward norton and daniel craig carry this thing on their shoulders like some g's while i liked kate hudson Catherine hahn jessica henwick and leslie odom jr their characters didn't amount to much to me it appeared in the prologue their characters were getting 
to some narrative but when it got to the island it became a norton monet craig showcase which cool but i'd like more of those other character side stories agreed like if that's an that is another thing i have to say like if you if your whole thing is going to be look at this ensemble cast we amassed i feel like you got to give them a lot of shit to do uh we'll agree to disagree with batista as i think he was pretty good in this i don't know no player not gonna let you get away with that saying Agni. i did not say he was bad in this i didn't say that i just said ren johnson said he's the best wrestler turned actor ever and i just disagree with that i felt he was the fourth interesting actor compared to his opposites um generally speaking i think he and cena have surpassed the rock for me in terms of role choices for range in the past the rock chose some movies that challenged him now to me i don't see as much diversity even he played the rock as crypto in the mediocre dc super pets film which is now on hbo max so yes youtube black adam is also on that album (laughs) yeah i think you know the rock has lately seemed to cash it in but i just think you know if you know what i'm looking at it's like tom brady like y'all are saying well patrick mahomes better than tom brady and i'm going uh tom brady won a bunch of fucking super bowls by this time in his career so let's let's compare it to the career right now dave batista standing on the shoulders of the rock by the way has amassed a decent acting career but it ain't fucking with the rocks first five or six years in the game nah you even you said that back in the day now if 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 Tortista's still doing this shit in 10 years and he ain't cashing in the roles and he's getting bigger and developing and stuff then i'll i'll happily say he passed the rock but i ain't really ready to give it to him yet not to go skip bayless but i ain't ready to give it to him and what have you done saying like agony hmm what about no <laughs> you remember how skip did that to shannon <laughs> you're jealous anyway i do see your point with the film falling apart in the third act i wasn't as put off by it but aspects of it did get to jazz hands for me as someone who's been given socialist leftist ows sloganeering on twitter a bigger side eye than a proton cannon finisher in marvel versus capcom it didn't get supremely it didn't get supremely disingenuous which is which it was teetering on that line but never went over for me it looked nice even if the execution wasn't to the efficiency of knives out i had fun even if it wasn't a grand classic like the 2019 film i'm up for ryan johnson next flick yeah i mean i'm watching whatever ryan johnson's doing it's not even a question for me and i didn't hate this film or come away like this was whack but i did go not as good as the first one and murder mystery just in general i prefer when you don't literally show me one thing and then change it in the next scene and be like but what if it was this nigga stop (laughs) you're playing too much it's like a magic trick that you show you know what i'm saying it's like a magic trick that just turns out to be fake you know anyway um let's get to the last one oh jl coven i agree basically with this entire review so i guess you are wrong rod (laughs) well that's the thing i don't think jl coven i don't think your reviews are always wrong i think they're just mostly wrong whenever it comes to something dealing with black people Uh, you have a huge blind spot with black art um i don't know if it's just from the being treated I, i imagine it's from white people thinking you're passing then saying and doing racist shit around you 
And then that leads to a lifelong, obvious, uh, overt distrust of whiteness. So that when these white institutions recognize something that a talented black person who actually does deserve whatever they've gotten, um, uh, the recognition, accolades or whatever, you reject it because you don't believe white people could possibly see the value in these black people's art so you go oh they're only giving this award to this person because they're black and it has nothing to do with them deserving it um which to me of course creates this double uh double jeopardy situation where at once you're saying no black person can ever deserve any award ever <laughs> if you look at from a white institution you're essentially saying it's impossible for them to earn it because it always will be charity it never will be their merits and so it immediately puts the onus on all black art to be somewhat insufficient and inferior um but then at the same time it kind of gives cover for all the racism and racial bullshit that they've done in these institutions for sometimes decades to be like well of course when the white ones won that's who was supposed to win when the black ones won it was a charity um and you know of course you know not it's not simply black and white it can extend to lgbtq stuff but anything that's not a white man winning is immediately given like an asterisk and i would imagine that's because you've seen the depths of white like bigotry and shit to your face and maybe it's a self-protection mechanism um mixed with a little bit of you know obviously uh um uh a little bit of professional um grievance with motherfuckers that you feel like hey man I'm, I'm better than this motherfucker what could they possibly see in this person oh it must just be black because because i don't find this motherfucker to be funny and they getting shit you know what i mean which uh i don't think that's how it works either by the way i don't think i think even in those cases uh it's something a little bit more than just being the black person but uh but i get it you know and so i think that's what those are the movies we mostly disagree on it's like you'll never see uh you'll never see black panther in the way that i see it and that's sad you know you'll never see uh um uh you know you'll never see uh um I don't know some other uh, the best the best man or some shit you'll never see it the way i see it um but that's also life that's what you know we all have different perspectives and shit so but there's often times when you talk about movies and i'm like you're dead on you know i'll text you i'll dm you i'll uh whatever just to let you know like oh man this is such a good point or yeah i agree about this so uh no you're not always wrong man so i, I hope you're not i hope you don't really feel that way i think you're just joking with me but um yeah I, sometimes we be dead on the same fucking page man and this one was one of them now here's what i thought you would have said i was anticipating a jail coven uh janelle monae's overrated and people just like her because she's black uh thing so i don't know if that's growth or just a, a huge oversight in uh <laughs> you just forgot to mention that on your i don't know because <laughs> i definitely feel like that's some shit you would say <laughs> so man uh but i i 
I do think it was wild. It was interesting that they gave her so much of this film. I didn't know that people was fucking with her like that. But Rian Johnson really truly believed in her. And yeah, she did a good job. I think it was interesting because uh, her character is just the Southern voice character. And I feel like she's done that in every role almost like even hidden figures you know but whatever it's she did a good job and the movie was was pretty good just not uh as good as the first one all right y'all that's it this got long uh thanks for listening and i'll be back with another movie review quite soon peace <laughs>